Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Humedex Cough Factory. My name is Peter. I'm Frank. And I'm not coughing. <coughs> <laughs> so, as we record this, we got to spend the entire day, well, not the entire day, but a good chunk of yesterday together. And we went mm -hmm. pop hunting and went out of town and fun was had by all. Yeah, before the yeah. little Gyarados raid hour day, whatever you want to call it today, yeah. I went to Walmart to pick up some birthday cards, you know. Maybe since we were in a Hallmark shop yesterday, I could have picked them up there, but I never even thought about it. <laughs> yeah. It's legit. Well, I mean, Hallmark cards cost more. I don't and know. And get thrown away just as fast. Yeah, true. It's fair. But the Star Trek Mirror Universe figures... Mm -hmm. Not figures, but uh, ornaments finished off the set, so got yeah. the last two. Goatee Spock, Gay Kirk, Oh, Hora. How is that different from regular Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just think of him as opportunistic. Yeah. Yeah. A hole's a hole. Yeah. Moist and dark. Any port in a storm. <laughs> they all look the same in the dark. I wonder I when it comes to toy. aliens if they all are pink on the inside. Well, some of them are blue. Mm. <laughs> like the Twileks. <coughs> okay. I think that's Frank's way of saying we need to move on. No, it's just I like the screaming goat. <laughs> Let's start off with She-Hulk news. Yay! Episode 8 happened. It was a very good episode of She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. She got very green and angry. And laid. Yes, yes, again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so of all the great things that happened in that episode and all the fantastic characters they introduced, the episode eight Funko Pop is She-Hulk in a dress. Mm-hmm. Well, it is her gala gown. It's still disappointing. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a Daredevil one coming up, too. Daredevil, Leapfrog, they could have done her in her costume. Like, They will. Pick one. <laughs> I just but it is a glitter so you know it is bite I'm just so looking forward to all the other options <clears throat> but not diamond edition because there's no non-glittery right. edition so it's just glitter right diamond everything is glittery yes at uh, New York Comic Con they unveiled a um a run of classic Kenners, which will feature such favorites as Mandalorian, who is not a classic Kenner figure at all, no. hmm. and um, Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn, yes, thank you. Was he Kenner? Nope. Nope. Okay. He wasn't introduced till 2012, 2013. <laughs> So basically, Kenner has gone from these are replicas of actual classic toys to a toy line in itself, and 
Yes. We done, came across that yesterday with G.I. Joe. You were telling yes. me about G.I. Joe. They had a, a classic line of G.I. Joe figures, but they only bent at the hips and shoulders and the small G.I. Joes always had articulated elbows, knees. So you can fire and pose and yes. run up that hill and take it. And waist. They always had the rubber band waist. But these ones were done like the classic Star Wars figures. The knees didn't bend. The elbows didn't bend. So the on-screen love romance between Rey and Kylo Ren has had fans in a twist since Kylo Ren's death and when they share that oh-so-awkward kiss just before he died. So... Fanfic writers across the nation have written fanfic articles of those two just getting it on. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them was a legitimate book that was called The Love Hypothesis, which, even though it did not take place in the Star Wars universe... Are you sure that doesn't say hypothesis? It might say that. Hypothesis. <laughs> I, <laughs> I read it wrong. I'm sorry. I'm human. Um... Anyway, even though this does not take place in the galaxy far, far away, the two characters are inspired by Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a Netflix movie. Wow. Huh. So that's a thing. Goes from, this is what we wanted out of an action space opera to, uh, this happened in New York City space, or, uh, romantic comedy. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marvel has had their online subscription service now for some time, Marvel Unlimited. They have released a line of comics called Infinity Comics that has seen an overall 30% increase to their Marvel Unlimited subscriber count over the course of the last year. A lot of this, too, also has to do with the fact that more people are reading comics now because of the popularity of MCU and Disney. Mm-hmm. So they are doubling down and they are launching four more Infinity comic lines. Hmm. Including Spider-Man with Landshark. Hey, that's one of Deadpool's. <laughs> it's Jeff. So you're going to have to sign up for Marvel Limited to get all your Spider-Man stuff. Doesn't that make you happy? Bring you great yeah. joy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing it happening, though. <laughs> As I said before, he has willpower. That's not right. Uh, he'll break. Yeah. <laughs> as, soon as, they, yeah as soon as they do something really cool, I'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he breaks. Yeah. Uh, so did you guys hear about Super Mario Brothers, the trailer? I watched uh, I heard a something bit about someone's voice. Yeah. Okay. So. Two main, two big things happen in this trailer. The first thing that happens is the penguins from Super Mario sixty four have an mm -hmm. ice kingdom in this universe, apparently. And Bowser rolls up and just torches this ice castle. Yeah, after they throw snowballs at him. Yes, and he has a very, very Jack Black smile. Yes, Jack Black is Bowser, is Bowser. in this movie. Chris Pratt is Mario. Mario already has a voice actor who has been voice acting Mario 
since Super Mario Brothers 3. I believe he was even Mario in the Super Mario show. Hmm. So he's been doing it for years and years and years. And they signed Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt is a Actors Guild member and the guy who voice acts Mario in the video games is not Acting Guild. Hmm. <clears throat> So, Chris Pratt said, I will be doing my own interpretation of Mario. <coughs> and Mario has a very unique, almost comical, Italian-American accent. Yeah. Mexico! Chris, Chris Pratt's is not. Well, they... It's very Boston, Brooklyn-ish. Well, they were pumping this up as... It's a voice you've never heard him do before, and it was really unique. And they're saying, it sounds just like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, Chris it, Pratt's it, voice, clear as day. No no accent, no anything. <laughs> he did throw a little <laughs> bit of a Boston, or a, a Brooklyn accent on it, mm -hmm. but it's nothing. Yeah. He didn't, like, throw his voice into another octave or anything. Mm -mm. It's awful. That being said, it is projected to be the most valuable animated movie ever released to theaters. Wow. I guess Despicable Me 3 currently holds the record hmm. at like 112 million in opening weekend or something like that. Hmm. Like some ungodly amount of money. They project that Super Mario <laughs> Brothers is going to blow past that. Hmm. Because it's going to be, there's going to be name recognition. There's going to be fanfare. It's going to have an international release date instead of just a regional release date, where the movie releases on certain days on, hmm. in certain countries. Yeah, it releases the same day in every country at the same time. It's going to be the most valuable animated movie ever released, whether people like the voice acting or not. Uh, no, I can see broader appeal with Mario than. Despicable Me. I mean, I have absolutely no interest in minions, but I've played Mario games since Donkey Kong, so. Mm. And really, this is what Nintendo's been putting their eggs, the basket that Nintendo's been putting their eggs in. They haven't released a new Mario game since Super Mario Odyssey, mm -hmm. which, if you haven't played that yet, it's amazing. <laughs> now they've remade... That, that's the minivan, right? Yes, yes. They've remade 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, 3D World, and the new Super Mario Brothers Wii and Wii U since Odyssey. There has been not been a new entry since oh. Odyssey. There was an expansion for 3D World, which was exclusive to the Switch. So you had to buy the game to play that, and it was mm -hmm. Bowser's something. It was really good. It was like an open world Mario adventure. It was really good. Um, But they've been putting all their eggs in this basket, so they haven't been releasing a new independent titled game. And that's what people want right now. <clears throat> if you are looking for an Xbox Series X, on October 11th through the 12th, so <clears throat> 9, 10... The Tuesday, day this... Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, the Wednesday and Thursday. So the day this comes out, you still have a chance. 
the Xbox Series X is going to be $70 off on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get yourself a power console, that would be the time to do it. Hmm. Last night, as we record this, last night was Friday, The while New York City Comic Con is going on. EA announced and uh, released a trailer for Need for Speed Unbound, which will be coming out on December 2nd for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. will not be available for Switch. Uh, we watched the trailer just before we recorded, and even though the cars look beautiful, it has this graffiti-style aspect to it, and the character models are single-shell shaded, similar right. to Borderlands. I don't know if I'm going to get this or not. I'll have to wait. Yeah, I, I really lost any you know, desire for Need for Speed. Um, like Gran Turismo was always my racing game. Mm. Just because you have to actually go in and tune the cars. Yeah, you have to do that in Forza too. Yeah. Which I love Forza. I do. Yeah. It's just not... It, you don't just hit upgrade and it's better. Right. Like you buy the parts and tune the car to the parts. See, I liked... There are Need for Speed games that I've liked because of that whole arcade on the rails driving game. Sometimes it's just fun. Mm-hmm. But... It, it come, this game is coming at a cost. And even though I can appreciate the art style... I don't appreciate it in this aspect. It almost seems distracting. Yeah. Because you have to concentrate when doing a racing game. You got to lean when you're pressing the joystick on the controller. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> got to lean to the right, lean to the left when the car is going around the turn. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I don't play them, but I know them. On my way to get emergency <clears throat> contraception, also known as the morning after pill. Heard there's an awesome new brand. <laughs> Boy, Frank, what'd you do? My voice changed. Uh, sorry about that. That was an advertisement. Hopefully I remember to cut this out of the edit. Oh, yeah. no, I think it's funny. <laughs> I could go... That'll show up on the sound file. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe our listeners need emergency you know, some contraceptive. contraceptive. Yeah. Yeah. Emergency contraceptive. Star Trek Defiant has been announced. A... Darker, edgier Star Trek. It's a comic, though. Yes, it is. IDW. Uh, I believe the captain is Worf. Yes. If you recall our uh, board game, Worf was the captain of the Defiant on Deep Space Nine. And I saw the picture. It was, I saw Worf. I saw a... Uh, evil-looking data, so I'm assuming it's probably Lore or Noonien Singh or whoever his name was, and two other this characters. Dark data. <laughs> Worf's handpicked crew for this mission includes Bielana Torres. Okay, she was Voyager. Spock. Rolaren, okay. which was Next Generation, mm-hmm. and Lore. Okay, Lore is the brother. Yep. Um, actually. Ro Lauren was supposed to be Kira Norris or the the character mm-hmm. in Deep Space Nine, but uh, the actress did not want to go through all the makeup and stuff, so they created another Bajoran. Mm. 
But yeah, I really liked her character in Next Generation. Yeah, she was. She was only rebellious. in a couple of episodes, but. <clears throat> and that was the characteristic they wanted for the Bajoran second in command of the station. Taurus's involvement is particularly interesting since her husband, Tom Paris, is aboard the USS Theseus. So apparently that'll be tying in and out. Hmm. And there's the oh, cover. there's the cover right there. Okay, yep. Right, so. I'm guessing it's some sort of covert <laughs> mission. Yeah, I mean, good for them. I mean, Star Trek comics have kind of hit a serious lull, so... Yeah, well, IDW is basically doing a lot of uh, either preludes to series that have been on uh, Paramount Plus where they are taking um, some of the characters and doing stuff like that with it. So I think there's a Seven of Nine comic coming out, too, of some sort. Picard teases major next generation deaths in final season of Picard. Well, I mean, he's, what, 300 now? Pretty much. Um, I honestly cannot see them killing off any of these characters without pissing off a lot of the fans. Well, I mean, they're old, though. <laughs> yeah, but... And Picard's already dead, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. He is an android at this point. Which I thought Q would snap him back into human. But, Make him a real boy again. Mm-hmm. But Picard uh, doesn't seem like the kind of person who would want to be snapped back to life after yeah. dying. He's getting to play his flute again. Oh boy! <clears throat> I'm still convinced that the first time you're teleported, you're dead. Yeah. <coughs> the original is destroyed. A copy comes out on the other end. There's Benton. But your soul is mine. There's been episodes where they've teleported and de-aged them. <coughs> or forward-aged them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, technically, if you go by that, anybody's immortal in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Yeah, because really, you could just print out another one of you. Oops, you died. Let's hit the reboot on the transporter, and there you are. Yeah. Because, yep, I mean, it's just energy, and they have unlimited energy supplies. Right. So it just put the energy in the right pattern, and there you are. You could change from male to female. You could put your consciousness into a whole other species. Yeah. Except I don't think your consciousness survives being I, teleported. I guess they did that. What, what was it, Riker? They completely changed Riker's body, wasn't it? Well, that's that's just their quick fix in, in sick bay. You know, you're going undercover as a Romulan. Here's yeah. three injections and a piece of plastic on your head. Yeah. You know, and you're a Romulan now. Well, they did that in the original <laughs> series. They did that with Kirk. Yeah. He went undercover as a Romulan. Well, Spock seduced the Romulan commander, and because it was a female commander, which was unheard of at the time. Well, I mean, <coughs> can you imagine him trying to seduce a male? Commander. Then we would have Kirk at do that. At that time. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got in the news. Um, I've got one or two little rumors. <laughs> you were talking Ooh. about Thrawn earlier. Uh, Jude Law might be Thrawn. I that had that. been, yeah, that had been said before. Well, but he's the lead in Skeleton Crew. And they're saying it might be Thrawn with a disguise. Because they've had holographic stuff before that 
they've masked people with. Like, no, I'm a <coughs> different blue guy. Well, in, I think he's normal looking in um, Skeleton Crew. If it, Jude Law is Thrawn, I would be very surprised. Yeah, like I said, that was just a rumor I heard today. Because that means that Thrawn and Ezra have come back. Already. Yeah, yeah. which means Ezra's somewhere, too. Boo. Down, Corey. <laughs> What's the other rumor? Um, oh, it's under the chair. It's oh, okay. That with Werewolf by Night, Marvel is trying a new approach to their series. Uh, they might be doing more one-shot Disney Plus series as opposed to the, you know, six, seven, eight episode ones. Right. And it said it's not a series and it's not a movie. Uh, the runtime is only 55 minutes. And it's all that's listed. But it is uh, it is up right now. So. Well, you know, it's like the comics. You know, you had your regular comic, you had your limited series, mm -hmm. and you had your one-shots. Now they're kind yeah. of doing that with, you know, movies and Disney+. Plus. You know, your movie is your comic, you've got your limited series on Disney+, Plus, and you've got your one-shots on Disney+. Plus. Which, in a way, is kind of good because some of these characters they can, you know, throw out there aren't going to be, you know, ones that they're going to have faith that they can do six or eight episodes. You know, WandaVision, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye. You know, they knew that they could support, you know, a miniseries like, like they did, but... You know, you've got some of these characters that they might have a good idea for, but, you know, they don't have any faith that the uh, <clears throat> people are going to watch eight episodes of, you know, Porcupine. You know, That's fair. <clears throat> so that might be the new thing we're going to see now, which is kind of cool. And, I mean, if they get the viewership on some of these one-shots, maybe they'll make a limited series or something. Because, like, back in the day, Robin had five different miniseries over the courses of a couple of years before they gave him a series, mm. an ongoing. Oh, well, that was just that news there. Hmm. I, uh... Well, and Guardians, too, is a special, so... I'm running through all the different shows that they've done on Disney+. Plus. And of all the shows, I think the only one that I really, truly didn't like was Moon Knight. But even then, I wouldn't have turned it into a special, because mm -hmm. it added a lot to the universe. Yeah, yeah I just, it needed the extra episodes. I hated the way they filmed it. Hmm. The anticlimactic <coughs> intro, or the anticlimactic ending, the, um, the time gap intro, I just, I hated that. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Not Moon Knight in particular, but... I mean, Miss Marvel wasn't the best show either, but it added a lot to the universe still. And if you had cut it down, you would have lost out on the Red Dagger stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think they've realized that they don't have to stay in a format right now. Right. They can do whatever they want. Two-episode mm -hmm. series? Fine. Like, I... I didn't read the article, but I caught a headline saying that this person thought that Andor should have been three two-hour movies instead of a six-hour or whatever. 
So far, yes. I think the first three episodes could have been one movie. And the it seems like the second three episodes could have been another movie. I don't know. I would not have liked that. Just the pacing is kind of off. Yeah, because, but... I mean, if you watch the first three episodes in one movie, you just get to where he meets whatever his name is. and I mean, that's without they dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you... with a series, you know, the next one's coming the next week with a movie. Oh. Yeah. I gotta sit on that for two years. No, oh, thank you. I was well, thinking not like not a movie movie, but a quarterly special like they kind of do like yeah. with Top Gear. Yeah, you know they have it all filmed. They just release it as right as that instead of you know the individual episodes. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to sat on that for more than a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Andor's very good so far. Yeah, even if its pacing is <laughs> way off. And we all know he's going to die. Well, eventually, yeah. yeah. He's going to sit there and just watch the wave. <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess that moves us into spoilers ahead. Uh, this week on Andor, people walked. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that yet. I did watch She-Hulk and Lower Decks, but I didn't get to Andor because i following your advice saying wait till next week yeah. and watch both of them. Did you ever watch somebody walk before? Three same movies exact, of walking, yeah. Same exact thing. They have New Zealand scenery. Yes. <laughs> they do, actually. <laughs> um, She-Hulk was mind-blowingly good. Mm-hmm. Daredevil-blowingly good. Yeah. <laughs> do you think We're he, assuming, anyhow. Do you think he kept the helmet on? Because they didn't show the helmet on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you might need it. I mean... Although she didn't Hulk out. She she was Jen. Yeah. I think that might have one of the most interesting lines, though, we've had so far. Something about taking fashion advice from someone who dresses as ketchup and mustard. <laughs> yeah. But that was the, uh, <laughs> the designer that did that. Yeah. What's his name? And he's blind, so... Like, his eyes go in two different directions when he stares yeah. at you. <laughs> <laughs> and daredevil also blind people found a reason to not like that episode they said daredevil wasn't broody enough well it's not like it was his own hour-long episode you know yes plus he was in hell's kitchen you know he got out to the coast much nicer weather got some new colors i just got laid he did get laid Clearly, he's not with Karen right now. No. Did She-Hulk and Daredevil ever hook up in the comics? I mean, not that not, I'm aware of. Not that I was aware of, no. No, but she did just about everybody else. Yeah, at one point, yeah, yeah. I wasn't reading it at that point, but... Oh, she's hooked up with, what, four or five guys already in the show? Yeah. She hooked up with the guy on Tinder. She hooked up yeah. with the guy from the wedding. She hooked yeah. up with daredevil yeah i think that's only three didn't she hook up with somebody in the very first episode i don't think so i don't know there's a lot of sex for a disney show. yeah i don't know the only one <laughs> she was around in the first episode was bruce and that would be a little weird yeah oh it was totally a car accident that got my dna in you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> 
Uh, I believe there was an entire universe that revolved around Jen and Bruce uh, having children together. Yes. Yes. And of them, of the brood, none of the none of them have more than three brain cells rubbed together. No. They're that all really just happened. Folks. <laughs> in the uh, and she literally just spits them out. In the Wastelanders mm. universe, uh, Bruce turns Jen into a sac- uh, baby factory. Gotcha. And then uses that to take over the West Coast. Yeah. With redneck hulks. Great. You killed Cletus! <laughs> <clears throat> Still, very... I, I hate the fact that the internet is ripping that show apart because it's so good. Yeah. I don't know. People, People are still ripping apart Love and Thunder, too. Yeah. Which wasn't that bad. They're saying that it was worse than Eternals. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. They said it's the worst one, so they're saying it's worse than The Dark World, too. Well, that's a big step right there, considering how they ripped that one apart. And I personally hated Black Widow, but they loved it in comparison to, like, yeah. I don't understand. They weren't huge fans of Doctor Strange, either, and the Multiverse of Madness. Which I don't know. I don't know what uh, fans are expecting. I mean, where... Yeah, what they're expecting anymore is, like, perfection. <clears throat> I think or they're... something brand new every time, and that's the thing with the... You know, with these movies mm-hmm. it's never going to be the it's never going to be something different every time mm-hmm. no. because they're all continuations of a story I think they're expecting Endgame for every single movie like this mm. giant drummed up saga yeah and they're not going to get that no I mean that was the that was the climactic end to ten years worth of movies yeah, yeah. The grand experiment, and now they expect that every time. Yeah, <coughs> uh, I don't know. So, lower decks. Did you guys watch lower decks? Yeah, that was a waste of an it. episode for me. I haven't seen it, so yeah, I didn't catch it either. Go through. I, uh, the robot <coughs> peanut hamper is back. Anyone remember that? No. Yeah, I think it was just a character that the writers liked and wanted to use and basically wasted a half hour episode with that. Sweet. Uh, it was this ensign robot, flying little robot that they wanted to go into the ship and spread a virus to save the ship. And the robot they said... They just sent Kirk. He spreads uh, all kinds yeah. of virus. But Peanut Hamper basically said, screw you, and took off. I remember that was from the first season. Yeah, and so this is what happened. Okay. You know, the a ship came and rescued the Ceratos, but Peanut Hamper was still in the junk field. And mm. this is what happens next. So, <clears throat> it's like I... The writers probably just wanted to bring the character back, and basically, to me, it wasted a half hour that could have been used for something else this season. Yeah. But how many episodes did they waste on Q? Eh. Throughout the series. <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't only have 10 episodes. They had 20-something to fool around with. Yeah, that's true. (coughs) I think Lower Decks has really become essential to the Star Trek universe. Yeah. It's definitely their flagship show. I like it better than everything else they have going on right now. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, but Strange New Worlds is great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion of it. You know, maybe, maybe people were writing and saying they wanted to see that character again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they've got a whole arc for Peanut Hamper. No, well, maybe at this point, yeah, from the tag scene at the end. But maybe he'll be like the the chicken suit guy from Family Guy. Yeah. Just show up once every couple seasons, create complete chaos and then disappear again. <laughs> Except it's not a suit. He is a giant chicken. <laughs> but to me, you know, low score on this one. Hmm. Uh Dragon uh, Game of Thrones? No, um, I didn't watch this week's yet. Uh, because they dropped the first three episodes of season three of Pennyworth. Pennyworth. I have to start watching that. Uh, what did they Worth call it? it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, it's Pennyworth what? Plows the Queen? E. No, they called it something like uh, Batman's Butler Begins or The Rise of Batman's Butler or... Some parody of the yeah. movie. Yeah, no, that's how they subtitled it. Oh. No. Um, <coughs> yeah, cause, but it's all um, intrigue and... Oh, yeah, his British spy stuff. Yeah. Because HBO just acquired the rights for Pennyworth. I don't know. They've had it, the other two seasons. It was um, Epix. No, it was an HBO original. The show was originally done in Epix, though. That's not what the show says. It says HBO original. Once I, I think once they acquired the rights, they transitioned it over. Oh. <laughs> kind of like how the uh, the Daredevil universe doesn't say Netflix on it anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's good. I mean, uh, he does plow the queen, the queen. So everybody loves that. But, uh, you know, we were introduced to Martha Kane and... Thomas Wayne. It was on Epics. Ah. Yeah. First two seasons. Then there was a transition with rights acquirement, and now it's all on HBO. Oh. That's where <laughs> why they say HBO original now, because they <clears throat> acquired the rights to it. Yes, and there is a fourth season already confirmed. Nice. But uh, we also meet... Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can count on that. I mean... Farscape was renewed for seasons four and five, and then the German financiers backed out, so they were only able to do a fourth season. They eventually got a movie, but... Well, I you know, think this they, is financed by Wayne Enterprises, though. So. Oh, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not Discovery Plus. Right. So, yeah, because... <laughs> but uh, we were also introduced to Bruce's older sister, Samantha. Bruce's Glad you sister? didn't say Selena. Yeah. <laughs> who has amnesia no Samantha gets amnesia and goes by the name of Selena there you go and she likes cats yeah but we did I don't know she's just like a four year old right now hmm. so wait is that real and I missed that somehow don't know no idea that's I'm expecting the death of a child yeah <laughs> Spock has a brother I'm questioning <laughs> life right Spock now. has a half sister <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm just... I'm assuming she's going to get killed. It's probably a pretty good assumption. Where was she when Mommy and Daddy got murdered? Yeah, I don't know. Well, she probably... <laughs> Bruce she's... is an only child. 
<laughs> she either dies under Alfred's protection, which makes him like you know unbelievably loyal because of his mistake, or right. she gets kidnapped and killed or something. And uh, right now, Mrs. P is her nanny, Alfred's mother. <coughs> His father is dead after having become a cyborg and trying to kill the queen, and Alfred shot him, and then the explosion, then uh, the ravens rescued him and gave him this iron lung thing. And Are the ravens the equivalent of the Court of Owls? The ravens are a fascist group in England. Okay. <clears throat> the Court of Owls killed the Pennyworth before Alfred. Which I guess was his dad, but... Well, I think it was his uncle. Because the Pennyworths are vowed to the Waynes. Hmm. They go over it in one of the Court of Owl books. Hmm. I don't whole... know how. Well, not in Pennyworth, anyhow. Yeah, Yeah. there's a whole Pennyworth... A whole intro. Uh, is there anything else to spoil? Uh, we may have met uh, Julia Pennyworth. Um, the crazy lady who is working for Alfred in his investigative firm um, shot and killed two ravens who were husband and wife and had a baby girl named Julie. She was interrogating them about the whereabouts of a uh, prominent raven's figure. Shot them both and took the baby. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't really watch too much this week, so I didn't really have anything to spoil. I was busy fussing with my iTunes collection. <laughs> I watched Hocus Pocus too. I did watch that, yeah. I did not. Better than the first one. By a lot. I didn't see the first one. You didn't miss much. No. Should watch the first one before you watch the second one, though. Yeah, because you'll understand some of the things. Hmm. What I didn't get about Hocus Pocus 2, when they went into the Walgreens, was it? A Walgreens? Yeah, it was the Walgreens. Walgreens. And they were just astounded by the lights. Yeah. But they had already came back in 93 and say so in the movie that they right. have been back in 93. Right. When electric lights did exist. Maybe it was just that particular store's lights. <laughs> you know, it is very bright in there, so maybe it, that it, was... It is, yes, know. but... Maybe they weren't in bright stores when they came back in 93. Yeah. Oh. Jarvis Pennyworth was Alfred's father. So Jarvis did serve the Waynes, and he was killed by a town. Oh, um... So that must be a completely different retconned universe. Yeah, because I don't even believe his father's name was Jarvis. Yeah, he gets stabbed repeatedly. Huh. Yeah, and definitely <coughs> didn't work for the Waynes. No, well, that, that's the beauty of Batman. Because the Waynes weren't even the Waynes when Alfred met them hmm. in Pennyworth. Martha Kane, Jonathan Wayne, or Thomas Wayne. And then we meet his father. So we meet Batman's grandfather. Hmm. Well, I think our assignment this week is to watch Werewolf by Night. Mm. Yeah, definitely going to be watching that. Plus, I need to catch up on Game of Thrones. 
Anybody started with... You're watching Lord of the Rings, aren't you? I am watching Lord of the Rings. No, I haven't watched that or... That one, the uh, new one, comes out tomorrow. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm going to watch them all at once, once they come out, and watch, what, ten episodes that accumulate the 15 and a half hours worth of television? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that with uh, Rings of Power. Oh, it's just like watching all three Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, yeah, back to back. Take the day. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I still have. There's a... time jumps. There's back and forth. Uh, so watching every episode back to back in order won't really Add do it. anything for you. No, because they're. Like, one episode ends, and you go, the next episode is, you're back back to a different story, catching up to where hmm. that episode ended. Because huh. you, know, you got a, one group here, one group there, and we're telling this story from A to B, but this story's already at B, so now you got to go back to A for them. And... So it's like the first season of The Witcher. Yes. So we need to... Well, I mean, not that big a jump like I was confused for a while with Witcher I was like well who is this who's that why is that person here I thought they were older all comes together in the last five yeah. minutes of the last episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we need to complain to Neil Gaiman about that so when he writes season two well no I mean it works as individual episodes like if you got a week between it you're like oh okay now we're going back to this story but if you're watching them back to back you're like you'd be like I thought we were already here. Why are we back here now? What's going on with this? Who's that? Why is that happening? I thought they were older. <laughs> well, the thing going on now are people are writing to Neil Gaiman and complaining about how he's doing this show, and he has nothing to do with Rings of Power yeah, at no, all. Yeah, no, his name's nowhere on it. Yeah. He is watching it like everyone else, and they're all thinking that he's producing it. So he's told some of these fans that season two he'll be writing, directing, starring, producing he'll be doing everything, makeup, hair yeah. <laughs> so it'll it'll be truly be his vision and get it right <clears throat> but I am watching one of his previous series American Gods mm -hmm. and uh, I'm nearing the end of the first season and it is very good I know it's going to be a train wreck. I know it's coming. But for now, it's really good. You're enjoying it till then. Mm -hmm. Well, when you get to the uh, end where they decided not to renew it, I'll lend you the book. <laughs> you can finish reading it. <laughs> I mean, we have dead wife running around with a leprechaun and a gin. Yep, old gods, new gods. Yeah. <coughs> gods for everyone. Yeah, you'll be screaming at your TV at the end of the last episode. Vulcan is making bullets and then crafted the sword that killed him. Um, I don't know if it's on any of the streaming services. Neverwhere? Mm. Never heard. Um, that's another Neil Gaiman book. Um, that was made into a BBC miniseries. Hmm. Very weird. Um, <laughs> Available on... Pluto TV for free. Sweet. 
So if you, it's six episodes, like six, five and a half, six hours altogether. Hmm. Uh, you get to see a very young Peter Capaldi, the thirteenth oh. Doctor. He was young. Yeah, believe it or not, at one point he was young. He doesn't look it, but he was young. He still has the best um, companion of any doctor. The impossible girl. Yep. Um, you also get to see uh, the guy who's playing the Carabas in that. He was in contention to be a doctor also at one point. Huh. Um, There's doctors are everywhere. There's one yeah. in uh, House of Dragon. Mm-hmm. And one son in the House of Dragons. Who I still said would make a great Thrawn. He kind of would, yeah. Yeah, Matt Smith. I don't know if he's... Matt Smith definitely would make... Good... Well, that's what I meant. That's, oh, that's I thought name. you meant oh, the Ty. Son? Oh, no, no, Matt Smith. But, uh... <clears throat> yeah, Neverwhere is interesting. It's a little confusing at first, but... So I think we should go to break. And when we get back from break... We will do What's in the Box, um, Pop Goes the Paycheck, What's in Our Mouth, and we will go over last week's homework of making our X-Men cast. (laughs) Guess who forgot to do his homework? Well, I didn't do my homework because I don't know (laughs) half of these new actors and actresses anymore, so I I wouldn't know anyone who would be good. But we'll get into that. And we're back because you missed us so much. Oh, that was nice of you. Uh, so I think we should get right into Pop Goes the Paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I got a bunch of stuff yesterday, but you guys were with me for all of it, so I'm not going to dig into it. Yeah. But more black lights happened. <laughs> yeah, my, my big ones from yesterday. I got the 10-inch Iron Man from, excuse me, from uh, GameStop. That was only ten bucks, wasn't it? It was fifteen. Oh, that's not bad. From uh, <laughs> Infinity War or Endgame, I forget which one it was, but yeah, <coughs> um, I got the Black Light, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Zero, Jack and Sally. Mm-hmm. Finished off the Mirror Mirror Star Trek series from Hallmark Ornaments with McCoy and Scotty. I think that was it. Corey got Spider Man. I did get. A Spider-Man ornament. Did you get any pops yesterday? I did not. No. There wasn't anything I was... <clears throat> Must be nice to not have a million collections going on at the same time. Yeah. Only picking one. I'm glad I got out of the Disney <coughs> Plus stuff. Those Disney Plus series were killing me. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to wait until the new... Spider-Man animated series comes out, mm. and then I'll be spending a lot of money. Across yeah. the uh, Spider-Verse Season 2. Across the Spider-Verse, yes. The Season 2 wave of pops are hitting stores soon. Right. Uh, That's going to kill you. Yes. But I did manage to get the Collector <coughs> Core box. Yeah, you got it for me, and I've been getting them for a while. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <coughs> as a surprise, too, because it was telling me that the first box that I would get was going to be Wakanda Forever. Which is the next box. Well, you know, it's not like you wouldn't have gotten the Spider-Man ones from me, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> How fast can you press cancel before you have to deal with Black Panther pops? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tempted. just thought, you know, well, with this, you know, Frank had said about this, and 
I see how well the collector core pops do in a aftermarket. Yeah, aftermarket. So I figure why not? Mm. Just leave it run. Yeah. Makes sense. Do they still do Bounty's End? Or the Bounty? Know. I'm going to look into that. You going to open that up, Corey? Uh, let's see what's it. I did uh, take the liberty of cutting the seal already. Ooh. Oh, so you haven't even opened it? No, I haven't opened oh. it. Oh. I know what's in it. Yeah, I yeah. looked it up. Yeah, but, I saw it too. But. Yeah. But I have not looked at any of them. They're Black Panther pops in the Spider-Man box. Yeah. No. Oh, this is very cool. Um, Spidey 2099 pin. Hmm. Just his head. Because, you know. <laughs> it's a pin. It's a pin. The Smuggler's uh, Bounty a... has ended. T-shirt with uh, Gwen and Miles on it. With the Across the Spider-Verse. I really need to bring the Thor shirt in so you guys can see it. You have to be secure in your masculinity to wear that one. We have a uh, decal. It looks like what's in your logo. car. Oh, we have a card showing what's all in it. Coming soon, our next theme is Wakanda Forever. We kind of knew that. Uh, hey, this uh, has it. Uh, <laughs> a code stamped into it. I guess so that we know that it's legit. Maybe. And uh, two collector core pops. We have Spider Gwen. And she's in an action pose and has on uh, blue high top sneakers. <clears throat> she probably put her in a protector. Mm -hmm. Because I saw her, people reselling her for $40 already. Wow. And Miles in an action pose with uh, his bio blast, his venom blast, but uh, plain black outfit with the logo. No, uh, I guess there is some detailing on it, but no lines, no spider web lines. Well, this is off of the movie. Did he have a detailed suit in the movie? I don't know. Haven't seen it yet. What about the first? Spike? The first one uh, <clears throat> was kind of there because he took one of Peter's costumes and spray painted it. Mm. That one with her mask off and hood down. Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen does whatever a Spider Gwen does. And her haircut from <laughs> the Spider Verse movies after Miles got his hair, his hand stuck to her hair. <laughs> And apparently an, uh, an eyebrow ring. She has a barbell through her eyebrow. Hmm. Frank, I believe you got some fun stuff also. Yeah, I kind of brought the stuff that <coughs> I had gotten from my trip a few weeks ago. I figured, you know, it's kind of a good time to, to bring that. Um, that was weird. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I saw something come up on Facebook for the band, and it was like, no, that wasn't anything. What's the shirt, Corey? Can I look at the shirt? Yeah. The shirt was... Oh, that's cute. It's like a pop version of the Spider-Man friends. Yeah. <coughs> you don't have to open it. I can see it. From he's, the... he's going to open it. <laughs> no. That's cool, though. Well, I'm, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. 
But this is the Star Wars Christmas Holiday Darth Vader. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, they're glittery. Uh-huh. Because it's snow. You didn't notice that before. This is the Stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, I did see him yesterday, along with Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's 3PO and Boba Fett. So you just need the R2 right. Funko Shop exclusive when it comes out. Well, no, R2 is regular. Yoda's the Funko Shop exclusive. Okay. Man, how long do you think it took them to find sticks that actually have, like, hands on hand? I don't <laughs> know. Quite a while. Uh, we have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood Edward Elric. I like his base. That's a nice touch. And we have uh, uh, Riza Hawkeye with the dog. Dog little puppy. Black Kashika or something. <laughs> now, see, they're not showing Al or Roy on the back of this. They're showing Scar and Armstrong's sister. But Roy and Al are in the wave also. Uh, let me do some digging. We have Holiday Special Groot. <laughs> Holiday Special Star-Lord. No, oh, that's cool. They have the Drax and the Mantis coming out, but Walmart is also going to have a five-pack with Rocket. Presents. I got Eagly from Peacemaker, because <laughs> I couldn't resist. <coughs> and He Who Remains, the Funko 2022 Summer Convention Limited Edition from Loki. That's a good find. And I did bring the Spider-Man Something Wild <laughs> that I had talked about, because we were eventually going to play the, that game. Mm -hmm. So... I have one of those, too. Yeah, I have two of them, because I wasn't sure. Walmart got, like, <laughs> the box of six. And they looked brand new, and I thought, mm, I don't remember this coming out. Maybe I, maybe it did, maybe <clears throat> it didn't. But it's like, okay, they look like, if not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I had mine before I'd actually seen it in Walmart. And when I did see it in Walmart, in box of six, I... Of course, oh, box of six from Funko. Let me look through this real quick. But of you know, course, I never thought no, of that. No chase. And that's it. That's kind of what I brought. <coughs> I am looking into. Sorry, Careful, Funko. Frank. I am looking into the Brotherhood, the Full Metal Alchemist thing for you right now. Because I believe I have the post where they were originally announced mm. still. Yeah, because I was looking for a Roy Mustang pop at my house this morning. I could have sworn I had it. But it's like, okay, I don't have it. I'm not sure what's going on. But I'm pretty sure it hasn't been released yet. Uh, Walmart did drop the Brave and the Bold <laughs> Justice League cover. There's the whole wave. I don't know... Yeah, that's... Yeah, Roy's not in that, neither is Alphonse, but I've seen a picture of them. There was another wave before them. But it was regular, not Brotherhood. <clears throat> right. Um, let's see if I can find that information. Um, anyhow, they, they did drop the... Uh, <coughs> DC cover, it's called, with NTF. So it's... 
Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and Aquaman fighting Starro mm -hmm. in a comic book cover box. And it's pretty sweet looking. And I got one coming, so I'm happy about that. So you'll be able to taste it then and see if it's yes. also sweet tasting as yes. well as sweet looking. It will be sweet tasting because they paint with lead-based paint. Ooh, nummy. You'll also be able to go blind. Well, I'm working on that already. <coughs> I don't know why I got four of these out. We're missing a person. Well, we, well you can open two. Two, yeah. Huh. There you go. This is our... Uh, What's the box? Spooderman. The last round of our uh, Spider-Man bag clips. Are you sure? I thought there was another round. Some of them aren't in the same bags. Oh. I was just grabbing groups of four and putting them in oh. two groups so of four in each plastic more. bag. So maybe <coughs> there's more. Well, we've opened one, right, already? Yes. That you bought. Yes. I had eight of them, so there's another one in oh, there so somewhere. Oh, so there's another round somewhere. Yes. Somewhere there's another round. Uh, again, these are the Spider-Man bag clips. Uh, Does whatever a Spider-Man bag clip can. Yes. Um, it doesn't say a series. Collect them all. We have Spider-Man, Miles. Okay, so this Gwen, must be the first series then. That's all I'm seeing Black for suit. the other Full Metal Alchemist wave. But they did re-release Alphonse with cats. Right. Okay. Under a in a Brotherhood box. Oh, uh, so maybe they're releasing Roy in a Brotherhood box. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I have all these. Okay. Well, I'm kind of bummed, but it saves me some money. Yeah. <laughs> I got Venom. Venom. Because Venom is awesome. I got Green Goblin. I think I had him already. I got stuck in the bag. I got a Spider-Man. Spooderman, Spooderman. Wow. I think that's the first one we actually got of Spider-Man. Yeah, I got Carnage last time. He's kind of cute. <clears throat> yeah. And I got Miles. He's got Miles and Miles and Miles. Can't sing too much. <laughs> He's squinty on one eye. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was weird. <coughs> no, you can. I already got him. Oh, okay. And I have a special what's in the box. Oh, you come on. What's in the box? You do. Since we're going to be talking about X-Men again, and I had found in my Florida trip, I had gotten two of these, and I got a Beast and a Wolverine, which I had posted at one time. Um, I've been on the lookout for these because you can't find them. I couldn't really find them I on eBay one. or anything. Yeah, <laughs> there was one tucked in a Deadpool box in uh, in their regular bag clip section. In the front section, as we were looking, Corey found mm -hmm. another one hanging on a peg. So I'm I'm hoping for Cyclops and Jean Grey. I'm really hoping I don't get another Wolverine and Beast. <coughs> but I'm gonna open. Them. Peter's looking. See, I saw two individual ones. You could buy Xavier and you could have bought Colossus. Your Wolverine that you have is the Chase Wolverine. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have the Chase Wolverine. Nice. Oh, yeah, arms <laughs> down. Oh, wow. And different suit. 
I did not realize that. Well, that's cool. <laughs> now maybe you do want another Wolverine. And I got a Xavier. He sounds so disappointed. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got Xavier. Oh, geez. It's just the most powerful mutant telepath that's ever lived. Blah, blah. Xavier's not even an Omega-level mutant. No, because they consider Omega levels ones that can do elemental stuff, I believe. No, because... So Storm and Iceman are considered that because she they, she controls the weather, the elements. He controls water. I thought Phoenix was... Or uh, Nathan was Omega level. I don't even know. And I did get my Jean Grey. Hey, you got the other I chase. I got a Phoenix. It's yeah. the other chase. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. I was going to say, that's not Jean. That's Phoenix. That is... Wow. Look at you. Two chases. Wow. Or exclusives. Exclusives, yeah. That is nifty. Yeah. Destroy the asparagus people. <laughs> Do you think wow. her pee stunk? Yeah. Could have. <coughs> well, she didn't eat them. She just destroyed oh. them. The only ones that I'm seeing is eBay has them. Yeah, you can get an individual Xavier, and I saw an individual Colossus at one point. 3D bag clip you choose. You can get Psylocke, Colossus, Jubilee. Um, they do have the bag clips available on Amazon, but they're $14 a piece. Yeah. I don't consider that available. No. <laughs> I'm surprised at how sold out they are. Well, see, I thought this was an old series. I don't even know what year it was. Because, I mean, it's just X-Men. It's If it doesn't have anything, that's usually a first series. And, I mean, there's nothing on the back to say the year or anything that I can see. <coughs> but Now, is that just because it's not on there or because you can't see? Uh, because it's not on there, as far as I can tell. But then, again, X-Men is probably a popular seller, so... They are discontinued from the manufacturer. Monogram. So, Corey, what snack are we going to do today? Oh, let's see. Something from Mexico? Mm. <laughs> Something Pass. from Twizzlers. These are Twizzlers-filled twists. They are key lime pie. Ooh. I'm guessing the keys are in the middle? Yes. Mm. They, of course, you know, open like any bag of Twizzlers, which you're supposed to do five minutes into the movie. So it rattles? Yes. Not not before. Ugh. They're hard to come out of there. But they are the twists. They have some sort of goo inside them. Mm. Seems like solid hmm. sugar. Yeah. The inside is... It almost tastes like pie crust inside. Yeah. Good, though. Yeah. 
Good job, Twizzlers. I'm not a big lime person, but it's good. Mm. A limey bastard. Sorry, Frank, the internet is no help. Yeah, well, that's what I figured at that point, because like I said, I I didn't see them anywhere the last time I looked. But... Well, at least you got the two chase ones. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty surprising. <laughs> um, So last week we had some homework <laughs> to make and potentially cast our X-Men revival movie. Um, I'm sure we each have our own takes on it. Mm -hmm. But since I'm talking, I'm going to go ahead and go first. <clears throat> My plan would be to have the original group of X-Men, except for Bobby Drake. So, Angel, Scott, Beast, Jean Grey, and then Wolverine be the teachers with Xavier. Mm -hmm. So that way something could happen to Xavier, and then Scott and Wolverine could have a power struggle then. <laughs> as they are wont to do. And my team would be Rogue, Bobby Drake, Aurora, uh, Remy, and Kurt, and uh, Colossus. So that way you could introduce Kitty Pride into it then later on. So I would have a team of six, which would be a hell of a cast because you've got 12 characters there. Well, they did set the precedent with Eternals. Right. Mm -hmm. And the majority of them were big names. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so, my my mentality on the teaming is anybody who has a basic understanding of the X-Men <laughs> knows Scott and knows Logan and knows Xavier. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to go overboard with their introductions. My theory is that Aurora is going to be introduced in Wakanda forever. So it only makes sense to put her in. <clears throat> um, Jean Grey, you have to have Jean Grey in there to create conflict with Scott. And to set up for the Dark Phoenix saga down the road. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Angel sets up with your Archangel storyline down the road. Beast is beast. I mean, he'll he would eventually cross over into the Avengers, but you're better to just get him like in the cast already. Just a quick aside, but uh, it'd be pretty cool if they introduced Beast in the Wonder Man Disney Plus series. Mm, it would be. That would be a shock, but it would be cool. <coughs> yeah. Um. And then Remy is my favorite X Man. So I would definitely want him in there. The reason I said Rogue is because obviously Rogue and Remy have their whole tryst together. Yeah. But we also have Captain Marvel in the universe already. So there's your setup for Rogue to get her powers. Obviously Colossus, because you would need a tank, and Colossus has technically been introduced through Deadpool. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So... That's a quick and easy way to bring him in. Kurt, because Kurt is my second favorite X-Man. 
And I think you could really play his comedy because he's he can be a funny funny written character or he can be a serious written character. Well, plus people are familiar with him more or less because he had that hell of an introduction in X2. Right, yeah. I mean, that's one of the more amazing sequences in the X-Men movies with him. Right, I agree. Storming the White House. <laughs> um, I think that happened on January 6th, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. And Bobby Drake, I would turn Bobby Drake into a kid, not an adult, because I think Bobby Drake would have the potential to have some play with um, Johnny then, Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. So those two could play nice together in their own way. I I would like to see when they introduce the Fantastic Four, though, just uh, the comedic relationship between the Torch and Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, they're like, you know, friends, but they you know, jab at each other. Oh, good stuff. The only one that I would go out of my way to cast was I would want Stephen Armell to be Bobby Drake because he has that serious sarcasm to him. That's I still think his younger brother Robbie right. would make, be better. And you know what? I would maybe do Anthony Starr as Colossus, but I'm afraid his star power would get in his way because too many people recognize him as Homelander. Yeah. I think that's one of the problems you would get with a a lot of casting, especially if you do like a well-known actors. Hmm. But even afterwards, you know, when these become hit movies, these actors are then known for that character. Like, uh, do I look at Ryan Reynolds anymore and say, oh, hey, that's that actor from... I don't even know what he was in anymore. It's uh, just Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> Green Lantern? Hey, it's Deadpool. No, he shot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would do Finn Wolfherd or Wolfkill or whatever as um, Kurt. I think he mm. could pull that off. The kid from Stranger Things? Yeah. One of the interesting things, though, is that in the first X-Men movie... They had a ridiculously difficult time casting Cyclops. Trying to get an actor to sign on for that. Because half his face is covered. No, not even that. It's just that no one wanted the part. For Wolverine, um, originally Doug Ray Scott was supposed to be Wolverine. Okay. But I think he had a conflict with the Bond film. But didn't he eventually play Sabretooth? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they had casting problems for Cyclops for some reason. Cyclops is a difficult character. He has to be a stern, enforceful leader mm -hmm. while maintaining a romantic side with Jean Grey that evolves into this maddening jealousy over Logan. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Every single emotion that Scott has, he takes it to, like, level 11. But that would be my X-Men team. I couldn't think of a good actor for Remy. Because he's such... In my opinion, he's such a unique character. Mm -hmm. He's sarcastic in, like, every aspect. He His sarcasm is never-ending. And he's 
the, I remember him flirting with Emma Frost while they were fighting. <laughs> well, I think now he's probably too old, but I mean, for what? Chatham Tanning or Tatum Channing Tatum. was associated with that in development for so long till it finally went out of development. But, I mean, I haven't seen him in, I think, maybe one thing, but... I mean, he might have been good. I don't know. <laughs> he could have the personality for it. I would question whether or not he could get the accent down. I don't know his credibility as a serious actor. Because <coughs> huh. um, I've only seen him in romantic comedies and action movies. Hmm. I think he would have to slim down a little bit because he's got that really muscular build. And Remy wasn't really muscular. He well, was Wolverine more... wasn't as tall as. <laughs> yeah. That's Hugh true, Jackman, yeah. Wolverine was like five four supposedly. Yeah, <coughs> that's fair. And I, I don't he's believe looking up at Scott. Yeah, and I don't believe you <laughs> got conveyed that Canadian accent quite that well. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know really. Like I like I mentioned during the break, I think um, I don't know a lot of these contemporary actors and actresses, so yeah, but, I I really couldn't think of who to put in there. You know the characters better than mm. we do. Well, at least I do. Because you know that classic spin. You know, yeah, yeah. What would be, your opinion, the best team? Would you want an established university already? Or would you want everything built from the ground up? I think that's what it boils down to. Well, I mean, they're pretty much going to do that anyhow. Because, I mean, they don't have to deal with origin stories. You know, it's like, I woke up and had these powers. Mm-hmm. Pu- puberty hit. You know, the only origin story is gathering them together for the X-Men. We could have their... Parents screwing. That would be the definitive origin story, yeah. Jen ends up pregnant and gives birth to the first mutant. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, my take on it would be the classic team, basically. You Beast, know. Gene, Scott. Well, yeah, Scott. Um, well, I mean, the the classic team basically would be Scott... Storm, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Colossus, <coughs> uh, Beast, and Jean Grey would probably be in there too. And I'm missing someone. I thought there were the six at the beginning. Well, I mean, not counting Thunderbird. Um, Angel? No, no. Just the all new, all different. Oh, um. Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Colossus, Cyclops. Cyclops wasn't part of the. Yes. Well, he was rescued, but yeah. I mean, right after all, new, all different. That was the team. I mean, Banshee was in and out of that. Yeah. Um, Thunderbird got killed off in like two issues. Right. Um, <coughs> Beast and Jean were there on and off at that point. I guess that was it. <clears throat> Kitty Pride wasn't introduced too much later in. No, she that. was issue one. She was in the Phoenix Saga. She was introduced, so she was like one twenty-eight, one twenty-nine, somewhere in there. Dazzler was introduced at that point. Uh, the Hellfire Club concept. Banshee, Storm, Sunfire, Colossus, and Thunderbird were all introduced in Giant Size X Men number one. Okay. But I don't think so, Sunfire joined that. No, he didn't join him. Banshee was the character that's been around. <clears throat> but he was put into the into there for that. He was an old friend of Charles and Moira. Yeah, but he did <laughs> join them. 
More or less, yeah. Yeah, he just didn't... I don't think he stayed a member. No. <clears throat> but Sunfire turned them down, and then he ended up joining them later on. Right. Didn't he become a member of the Brotherhood for a while first, though? I don't recall. I mean, the whole thing was they wanted an international team. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I think he stayed in Japan. Though. Yeah. Yeah, he stayed in Japan. Yeah. And I believe he is Mariko's brother. The one Wolverine, oh. Silver Samurai, and Mariko, and all that mess. Where's Silver Samurai Mariko's brother? I may even have her name wrong, but... Yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember. It was starting to get convoluted back then. Yeah. Who knows what it's like now? <coughs> yeah, I mean that's the team I started out with, more or less. Although, um, I would like Havoc and Polaris on there. <clears throat> I want. I always liked them. Like, there's a lot of members that I would love to throw into it, mm -hmm. but I wanted to save some of the bigger name characters to for them to cycle mm -hmm. in and keep the name power up. Mm. <clears throat> That's how I thought of it. Yeah. But, the, I mean, how they're going to do whatever they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey? See, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, when they split into two teams, the... Uh, gold and blue and gold? Yeah, blue and gold. And, and I was thinking along the lines of the blue team. So, of course, Cy... Cyclops, and I was thinking... Uh, Psylocke, Storm, uh, Dazzler, Kitty... Yeah. But I got Cyclops, and, and I would peg... I was thinking more of Slim, when Cyclops was nicknamed Slim, how he was, you know, in his, when his teens and, I guess, early 20s there. So I thought uh, Daniel DiMaggio from Burn Notice uh, kind of has that look. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um... <laughs> um, for and then I, you know, Gene's uh, not on that team. It's Psylocke and uh, Claudia Kim, who was an actress on Age of Ultron and uh, Fantastic Beasts. I think would be good for that Psylocke, not the Elizabeth Braddock Psylocke. But um, what was the assassin's name that her mind was put into? More than I can tell you at that point. Yeah. Anyhow, her. <clears throat> um, Charlie Plummer for uh, Angel. I could see that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, just for a little bit of fan service, I thought Maya Hawk would be a great rogue. When I was thinking rogue, um, I can't... You remember that brunette from Lost... With the long curly hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she would make a great rogue. Yeah. But she's probably a little old at this right, point. Right, yeah. So I'm going for a younger <laughs> team. And I thought Maya Hawk, instead of doing Southern Belle Rogue, do more of the tomboyish rogue. And uh, Gambit, uh, Timothy Chalamet from uh, Call Me By Your Name. I haven't watched the series. Just a name that popped up, I thought. Kid looks like he could play Rogue, or Gambit. But, you know, that would be my team, and I'd want them younger. You know, just starting out, uh, you know, if they're going to introduce the X-Men, make it an introduction of them. And I always like the blue team better than the gold team anyhow, so. 
That makes sense. I believe you were looking for the the person Slaymaster. Slaymaster was Psylocke. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I'm thinking, I've never heard of a Slaymaster. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Does it sound right? Elizabeth Braddock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vixen. Lady Mandarin and the Body Swap. So maybe it was Lady Mandarin. Betsy rejected her role as the new Lady Mandarin and escaped with Wolverine and Jubilee. Oh, no, so that wasn't... Matsuo Sariaba. Save his brain-dead lover, Kawanen. <coughs> That's it. See, I only knew her as Japanese. Yeah. So I didn't know she was originally British. Yeah, yeah. she was Captain Britain's sister, Brian yeah. Braddock. <laughs> Wasn't she Captain Britain for a while, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know that she's a member of S.W.O.R.D. right now. She's I, not... Hmm? I was going to say, they were Excalibur members, too, at one point. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what body she's in anymore. Well, I guess it would have to be the Quanon. She's Betsy again, as of Krakoa. Oh, so she has her original... Yeah. Um, British body back. Apocalypse also solicited Betsy and Brian to investigate a strange magically sealed Krakowin gate that opened to the other world with Morgan Le Fay. So Morgan Le Fay was involved in switching her body back. Is everyone really confused now? It's X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not confusing, it's not X-Men. <laughs> Apparently she's a lesbian now. It is the uh, popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Psylocke has died a lot. Yeah, it's been very convoluted, and I don't even think it was Chris Claremont. It was everyone else writing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, let's see. She was into Cyclops. Yeah. Which pissed off Jean Grey. Yeah. She dated Archangel. Mm-hmm. Then she died. Then he hooked up with Paige Gunthry. Who's he? Archangel. Uh, I'm going to say she was a little young. Betsy? Yeah, he was an original X-Men and she was... No, he was uh, an original New Mutant. Oh, Angel, you mean? Yeah. yeah. He was an original X-Men and she is the this little sister of Cannonball. Cannonball, yeah. New Mutant, original New Mutant. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, ain't no. Uh, they all got to turn 18 sometime, right? <laughs> I guess. Probably a good 10 year, 15 year difference between them. Maybe it's the way they do it in Kentucky. <laughs> <clears throat> Betsy then started seeing Neil Shara until she died. That name sounds familiar, but I can't tell you why. <clears throat> uh, Thunderbird. Not who I thought of. Okay. Mm, that's a cheap bourbon. Yeah. Thunderbird superhero, X-Men, first appeared in X-Men Volume 2, number 100, May 2000. Indian member, he is vegan. Originally intended to be called Agni after the Hindu god of fire. Yeah, because Thunderbird in X-Men lore tends to be Native American, yeah, that that kind of threw me, because you're saying Thunderbird, and then you say Indian, and then... 
Yeah. We're in India. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not Native American. So then she dies again. Then she joins the Exiles. Then she starts hooking up with Sabretooth. Ooh. Um, then she hooks up with Archangel again. Then she hooks up with Phantomix and his female counterpart, Cluster. And now Xavier's mind is in Phantomix? Or Xavier has his own body back? Can Xavier walk now? I don't know. I think Xavier can walk right now. Is he in Phantomex's body? That I don't know. I'm so confused, but... Yeah, there's a lot of body swapping. Um, bodily fluid swapping. Mm, it appears that he is currently walking. This article has most recently been updated with Magneto, Xavier, Apocalypse, and Mr. Sinister are the mutant council. Right, with the quiet council of Krakoa. Sebastian Shaw, Exodus, <coughs> and Selene. This seems like a terrible idea. Well, that... I thought, well, Storm was, I think. Cyclops <coughs> was, if I recall, but... Then they terraformed Mars, and... Yeah, some of these people were clearly bad guys. Well, everyone's got a second chance on Krakoa. That's the thing. And they're all living in harmony, more or less. See, I always never understood if Xavier is such a powerful uh, psychic mutant. Why doesn't he just use his powers to float? Because he's a telepath. He doesn't have telekinesis. <laughs> oh. That makes sense. Gene has both. Omega-level mutants. Uh, okay. Jamie Braddock. Omega-level reality manipulation. Quantum. Bobby Drake. Temperature manipulation. Negative. Uh, Joshua Foley. Elixir. Not familiar with him. Biokinesis. Not familiar with that character either. Gene Gray is an Omega level mutant. <laughs> Legion is an Omega level mutant, but we knew yeah. that. Magneto. Proteus. Proteus was Xavier's son. Or no, it was Moira's son. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that was. Back around 125, 130 of the original run. of Well, the all-new, all-different run. Right. <coughs> but so is Legion. Yeah. I, Legion I, is Xavier and Moira's son, though. Yeah. But I thought Proteus was also. Oh, okay. Well, Proteus is listed as Kevin Mattaggart. Right, he's at least Moira's <laughs> son, but I don't recall. If, I thought he was Charles's, too. Yeah. I'll click on him here in a second. Mr. M... I'm not Absalon Mercator matter manipulation. I'm not familiar with yep. him. Yep. Aurora, but we knew that one. Nathan yep. Summers, Strife, Telekinesis. Yeah. Exodus, Telekinesis. Omega Kid, Telepathy. Franklin Richards, Reality Manipulation. Vulcan, Gabriel Summers. Hope Summers. So all the summers except for Scott. Yeah. <laughs> well, Havoc's not on there either. Okay, yeah. Well, um, Hope would be um, 
His and Jean's. Yeah, his and Jean's. Um, Rachel, she's not listed, though. Neither is Cable. Nathan Summers. That's the baby from Scott and Madeline. Right. But Cable's on alternate reality. But he is still Nathan. Yes. <clears throat> Strife, what they're calling Nathan Summers as Strife, is a clone. Strife is a clone of Nathan. Because Nathan was infected with the uh, technovirus. Everyone clear on that? <laughs> and sent to the future to be cured of the technovirus, but he was raised by the Eskini who happened to be Rachel Summers. Kevin is the son of Moira and Joseph McTaggart. Oh, so her original husband. Okay. That makes sense. I can't see her and Xavier having two kids. <coughs> well, not after giving birth to Legion. So, yeah, I guess that breaks everything down for us. <laughs> they should just do a X-Men soap opera. It might as well be. I mean, because... Well, you know, like a Disney Plus series that, you know, is called X-Men, but, like, maybe these four episodes are going to be this person. There's an overall plot. And, you know, just like a regular, you know, L.A. Law, yeah. Hill Street Blues type thing. You know, you've got your cast of 40,000 people, and there might be a little bit of an overall plot, but it just goes... You know, this week you're going to see these four characters and maybe not these two or something, but... <clears throat> so many X-Men. Well, that's the thing, too. When they're finally bringing the X-Men in the Marvel Universe, they're going to have so many more characters to play with. It's mm -hmm. not even going to be funny. It could be funny. Oh, that's true. Depending on which beast they use. Yeah. Come on. Bro beast. <laughs> <laughs> about cat beast well that could be because i mean the latest rumor is that the x-men when they start doing it is going to heavily uh use grant morrison's run as its template so fraser beast hmm. oh they're uh doing a new <clears throat> fraser yeah he signed on yeah nobody else did huh <laughs> were they asked i don't know well, the father's dead. Yeah. So is the dog. But the dog, there was actually two dogs. Yeah, I'm sure they're both dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first dog died in the fourth or fifth season. And was replaced by the daughter yeah. of that dog. I mean, I can see them having him, you know, he's got his new life wherever. And, you know, the brother will eventually, you know, show up yeah. as, you know... Nice. As they need ratings, <coughs> he won't be a regular, but he'll be there, you know, for holidays and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I'm sure his ex-wife will show up. Lilith. Lilith, yeah. Those two were some of the best parts of Cheers. Because Lilith didn't want Fraser to end. She actually wanted to go main cast. Mm. Yeah, I liked her. She was funny. Very dry, very cutting. B.B. Newirth, I believe. Uh -huh. Yep. <clears throat> then I must like that in a person, in a, in a character, because uh, Worf's wife was the same way. Her character was 
Well, I mean, she's Klingon now. Well, was she? No, she was Klingon half human, wasn't she? <clears throat> I believe on the show. I don't know. Klingon is what I remember. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce, Gene Levies, and Perry Gilpin will be making guest appearances, but will not be series regulars. Mm. There you go. Yep. <clears throat> so that's Raw, Roz, Niles, and the housekeeper. But the housekeeper and Niles got married in the last three episodes of the series. And I think they were moving to Ireland. Yeah. But this article says that the last... The end of the original Frasier will be retconned. <laughs> because the very last scene of that show was him getting on an airplane following a woman. I don't see how they have to retcon that. I mean, all you can do is get on the airplane and come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't work out. <coughs> Began production this month should hit the app Paramount Plus sometime in 2023. They're still casting, as of the time of this article, at mm. least. Okay. Well, with that, I think it's time to call it a day. Um, check out our Discord. Link is in the description below. Um, let's see what's actually been going on on our Discord because we have been posting a lot of stuff on there. Oh, the Funko drops. Uh... Oh, the entire uh, con that just happened. The New York City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. There was like a commentator play-by-play on there. <laughs> produced by me, of course. Because I was just amazed how fast some of those things sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And how valuable they are now. Mm. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> but check that out. Also check out the YouTube if you haven't already. Fun stuff on there. Uh, find us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to our episodes, links to uh, stuff, links to things, links, lots of links. Click them all. There you go. Go link crazy. Yeah. And join us next week for something. We're not sure what yet. We have ideas written down, but we just don't know what order we're going to do them in. Yes. So, uh... Whatever comes out of our brains. That's right. Brains! <laughs> oh, the top doesn't screw off. <laughs> no, the there's clips on the bottom yeah. that there's, come off. There's a gorgeous three-liter Wampa Funko Soda here. I was just thinking it was going to unscrew. Well, you can't pull out the Wampa from that little spot there. Watch me! <laughs> it would be cool. With a blowtorch. If you could remove the cap and unfold the top of the bottle. Yeah. See, I was expecting it to open here. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting it to open at the bottom. <clears throat> but that was a better idea, opening at the bottom. Even though it was a pain in the arse, as you had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cleaned up the bottle as best I could, but you can still see where the adhesive was. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they'll have to work on that, and they probably will. I'm sure they'll get complaints. Um, but that's about it for me. I don't know. Till next week, have a great weekend. Bye. And I still don't have a sign-off. Work off! You don't, but you'll get one. <laughs> and you have a Spider-Man box. <laughs> Ooh.